marathon day. Well, clearly that's the one. <laughs> but it's also Tater Day. If you think we're not talking about dancing potatoes, you are wrong. National Tater Day. Yeah, we're having we're having both thems. Yep. Both them. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Hello and welcome to Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to this show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. How's it going? How you doing, guys? <laughs> Leslie, how are you doing? I'm doing. How are you? You're doing. You made it to today. I did. So, you You also made it to today and home. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's quite the accomplishment. Let me tell you, driving through Harlem at like 1 a.m., it's quite peaceful. Yeah, (laughs) and like nobody's there. The Apollo is still pretty. I tried to take a picture for you, but could not. Did you see the day on Aretha's birthday? They had the marquee all up for Aretha. Did they? It's on their Instagram. It's really cute. Where have I followed them? I'll have to, I, you know, I unfollow and follow people like constantly, so I never know what's going on. Um, do we, speaking of making it to today, we're going to make it after <laughs> all, do, do we have holidays for today? We do. Today or what are the holidays? Today. What am I huh? doing? I should say, what are the holidays? I guess we did skip <laughs> last week. So. We skipped last week. They were boring. Yeah. Um, yeah. Today is Dance Marathon Day. Fantastic. And... Yes. Are you going to watch the Dance Moms? Hater Day. Yeah. Sorry, are you, Wait, I said, are you going to watch... You, were, you cut out. Did you say something before? Uh, I said, are you, yeah, yeah. I said, are you going to watch some Dance Moms? I know that's not a dance Probably. marathon, but, like, you know, it helps to yep. celebrate. Dance Moms. Those little girls can dance. They're so um, good. I love how that was always a plot in, like, older uh, TV shows. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, we're... Actually, they even did it in Gilmore Girls. Like, we're going to have a dance marathon. I don't think they do anymore and if they did people probably are using all kind of drugs to like just keep dancing so yeah. like it's so, so it's like cheating um uh but uh, what's your favorite type of potato uh, potato day or tater tots look i knew you were gonna say that that is perfect my favorite <laughs> what is your favorite my favorite is a roasted potatoes i love some mm. good roasted potatoes and i also really like um marmite uh, mashed potatoes you could do Marmite roasted potatoes, too. But I personally make a lot of Marmite mashed potatoes because it's all, like, uh, weird tasting and good. <laughs> Ooh, our Marmite potato chips. Those are good, too. Look, chips, though. Don't forget. Chips. 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 Yeah. There's really, yeah. like, they're all, there's always There's never a bad potato. potato. There's never a bad, like, if you have made yeah. a bad potato, you've really messed up you've somewhere messed in your up life. In your like, life. what? Yeah. I guess people could put things on them that I'm like no they used to have yeah. potatopia here which was a bit like um shoot what was it like it was like something else but potato and you could pick <laughs> if it was like a baked potato or like fries mm-hmm. or tear tots and you could just put shit on it oh I'm um, sure you can make some bad choices there oh you know what let's yeah. let's not lie veggie poutine is my absolute favorite though oh, that's <laughs> yep, not yep, yep lie that's my absolute favorite but if as in terms of what i can just have all the time that would be a roasted potato on my potatoes um but yeah potato potatopia which is probably not the way they pronounce it i'm really enunciating it quite strongly um <laughs> closed before i got to try them oh very sad 
But I think they had all different kinds of like probably like cheeses and like vegetables and meats and like Mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, like it was almost like nachos, but potatoes, but also like (laughs) other things that people put stuff on. Yeah, I don't know what else people put stuff on, but definitely nachos are one of the things that I'm always surprised by. Or actually, poutine in uh, Canada, they put a lot of stuff on too. Like a lot of they're like veggie. Well, like I like the the veggie poutine that's just like the vegetarian gravy or like a mushroom gravy but um or even the at a palm frites it was like a, a vegan just gravy i don't know i probably i don't remember if it had mushrooms in it or not they usually it usually is a kind of mushroom base if it's a veggie gravy but um uh they would put i remember there's one i didn't have it but it was like basically nachos it was like guacamole and salsa and cheese and sour cream on like oh, wow. fries Fruits, if you will. And um, uh, another one was, I think it was like chicken bacon ranch that I heard someone order. <laughs> I was like, there's so much fun. But so it was just like a pile of fries with just like stuff on it, which sounds like what I want in my life. <laughs> just looks like a pile of potatoes with things on it. That's, I need that right now. Can someone make that for me? And bring Can it you me? just get that right now? Maybe I'll eat some potatoes. I have a bag of potatoes in my fridge i could probably eat some which people probably think it's strange i keep them in my fridge but uh, the way that this place is set up if you, you have to keep like everything in the fridge otherwise it goes bad within like 30 oh, minutes yeah. like if 30 you have, minutes like, or less yeah 30 minutes or less um like potato or like bread or bananas oh, yeah, keep our bread in the fridge it lasts forever it makes it last so much longer and then mm-hmm. and actually if like if you freeze it if you want to make toast it makes better toast if you freeze it um, yeah, because I, I used to do this back actually when I was younger, people like, it's like a, there's actually an article written about it and I was like, are you serious? There's an article written about how you should freeze your toast. You're crazy. Excuse <laughs> me. Cause like, it's not such a big deal, but I, uh, my family would go to the bread store as we mentioned way back in the day and I would use bread directly from the freezer to toast. And there's something about, it just stays kind of crispier, I guess. Cause already, I mean, if you don't do it right, I guess you could end up like a soggy bread. But yeah, there's something about it. it jumps from like frozen to cooked, and it's pretty crispy. So it's easy to burn it though, so you gotta watch out. Uh, toast also is a good. Wow, don't let me start talking about food. We've already we've already <laughs> discussed that I'm really under underfed and underslept. <laughs> yes. Uh, did you have a sugar bacon moment this week? This is it. This is my sugar bacon moment. No, are you serious? Yeah, it's, been a, it's been a rough week, so I've been looking forward to talking to your face. Well, pal, I don't have one either. No, no. <laughs> You're talking about your sugar bacon moment, because one of us damn well better have one. <laughs> Mine was I survived. That's my sugar bacon moment. Oh, man. <laughs> I want to hear about yours. I'm trying to think if there's anything you told me about that would be, like, exciting and happy for you to talk about. There's not. <laughs> How dare you? You don't read my mind, woman. <laughs> you cannot read my mind. I mean, maybe on, like, Monday before, like, the week started. Maybe. Nope. I went to bed at a reasonable hour on Monday. That was good. Look. Oh, yeah, you know what? That is a sugar baker damn moment. You actually just, like, got to, like, go so, yeah. Wow. Just, just like, one person in an event kind of threw off your whole week, you know? Like, sometimes it's, like, everything gets kind of, oof. Because, um, like, from Tuesday on, you had a lot of shit going it was, on. It was busy. Yesterday wasn't 
bad. You're just t- you got to you got to watch Jeopardy, didn't you? Make it to Jeopardy. Yesterday? I made it to Jeopardy yesterday, and there it was marginally go. better than the days that came before it. So. Yeah, yeah, that's their songs written all about that life being marginally <laughs> better than the days that preceded. Uh, what is my one sugar baker moment? Um, I went to LA this week to, I was going to say audition for a job, maybe because it's Los Angeles. That's not, no, God, never. (laughs) (laughs) Although we have discussed that I would love to be an asshole extra in the background and something. The one who's (laughs) just overacting. (laughs) What? (gasps) No, she didn't. You know, that'd be so funny. I want to be like that really annoying. (laughs) <laughs> only because that is actual a person sometimes is what I'm saying like not that I would want to mess anybody up but because like oftentimes that's an actual person that's in the background and you're like what are you doing you lunatic um <laughs> and that is me I'm that lunatic um uh I uh, interviewed that's the actual word the actual verb that I meant to say uh for a job that I really want and everyone's like, wow, you like went to LA. I'm like, no, I really want this particular job. There are other jobs that I've applied for. It was a chaplain resident position. There are other ones I've applied for. And there are other ones that I'm not eligible for right now because I am too late. So I can apply for those next year if mm-hmm. I don't get this or whatever. Um, but yeah, it, ha- it just worked out for me to go in person. And I'm very glad I did. Um, I think... My actual sugar breaker moment would be not last night, right? But the night before. Did I? Yeah. Okay, not yeah. Last, last night. night. Not last night. I landed here <laughs> at 2 a.m. Um, the night before, I'd had my interview and I had walked back to where I was staying, which was about a mile away. And it was beautiful, like breezy, sunny. It was just, I was listening to music. I was like, shit. I, I, like I said, I didn't blend in because once I got away from the hospital, um, there were no people in actual business attire, <laughs> like not even in, not even like pants, like no one had pants on. So the fact that I was wearing like, uh, an interview outfit, although a kind of low key one, um, was pretty hilarious. And I, so yeah, so that night I was too tired to do what I wanted to do. I wanted to go up to Griffith observatory. Cause like two years ago, um, my, our friends, I shouldn't say my friends, our friends sent me this like picture from the sunset up there. And they mm-hmm. said that there were some, uh, Thai monks. I believe Thai is the, are the Buddhist monks that have the very orange robes. And so they sent me a picture of like the orangey sunset. And then, she, and then this is Karen Phillip. Um, and then, which I told you, but then they had, um, they're talking about the people in the robes and then they bought me cause I was watching their cat at the time. Uh, they bought me, um, a scarf that for them, like represented the orangey sunset. And ever since, like ever since then I like wear that scarf and I'm like, I want to go. I want to like, cause you know, I thought about, uh, LA like a few years for the past few years. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I, uh, so I wore that scarf and I was like, I'm going to go. And then I was talking to you <laughs> and I was like, um, it's like two hours to get there and then it's a mile hike and I am so tired and hungry. So tired. Just tired and hungry all week. I'm tired and hungry right now. Um, and, uh, I just am not going to do it. So what I did instead was I prepared and brought a jacket to the beach because it gets really damn cold when the sun goes down and sat on the beach and watched the sunset for a second night in a row. Aww. I even like cried a little bit because it just like was so beautiful. <laughs> I was like, and I was like wow I can't believe that like 
I was here within a few days, you know, and that I actually got the interview because I was even a big deal being, Mm -hmm. being asked to have an interview. And then I think it went well. We don't know what's going to happen, but um, I think it went well enough. And I'm glad that I went today. The the few people that I've seen in person, like, how do you, how'd it go? How you feeling? I was like, well, I did my damnedest if I didn't get it. (laughs) Like, yeah, I definitely tried and I would have wondered because my boss today, since they were nice and they let me miss work on Tuesday for this, but I made it today. Um, she said, how'd it go? And, and like, are you happy that you went? And I said, well, um, well, I totally just lost my train of thought. I said, well, uh, if I hadn't gotten it and I hadn't gone, then I would have always wondered yeah. like if it would have been different, you mm-hmm. know, if I had gone. Yeah, and you hear how nuts I am on this podcast. I'm not so fantastic on just a phone interview. I mean, I've gotten, I actually have gotten things in the past with phone interviews because I take it like very seriously and whatever. But I feel like for this kind of thing, when I'm like being a chaplain, especially one who's not uh, of a religion, which is weird enough, you know, and I've got all my Mm -hmm. like tattoos and shit, um, that it's good to be in the room with me because then you can see like what my energy is like and. Right. That sounds really hoopla, but they're chaplains in no. Southern California. They care about energy, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like you to project a certain, like, disposition and, like. Yeah. 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 And I think if nothing else, I was friendly and they felt, like, better around me. And that's mm-hmm. something that, you know, sometimes comes into play. I've gotten jobs before because people, like, wanted to work with me, you know, whether or not they were worried about me being good for the job didn't come in as much as if they wanted me to be part of their team. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wanted them to see, like, was like in person and then hopefully some of the answers I gave to the questions and stuff showed that I if not am already good at being a chaplain because I mean like I'm only supposed to be at a certain level by now you know Um, if they don't think that I'm good at that level then at least I'm open for learning right so so yeah it was a fun trip it basically involved me like being hungry and eating fries and being tired (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like I told you on the phone before that like I only stay within like a three mile radius because I was just too beat to do I don't know I think it's because I'm also I'm already tired and a grad student at the same time if it was I feel like I could probably be the type of person that does go back and forth across the country if I can do it like for work you know because I, I like to think that I'm the type of person that if I had a job where I have to travel I'll do it you know and that's always different like you have like someone's usually paying for it or you get to stay like in a hotel instead of like a hostel shared room you know and like mm-hmm. maybe there's like a taxi service like there are ways you can do it that are a little like easier on you <laughs> than like how I do it I'm always like bare bones <laughs> I have a carry-on that's like heavy like all these things you know I'm a mess mm-hmm. So, yeah. You're prepared. Prepared? Yeah. You're talking about having you to mean? carry on with all the things and being a mess. Like, no, you're just, you're prepared. You get your carry on. Oh. Ready, you check bags. Yeah. My carry on's usually the same size as people's personal item. Yeah. <laughs> like, my carry on with my, because I have a little travel backpack, like, with all of my clothes and my laptop was literally the same size of a woman that was sitting beside me in the, in the waiting area. <laughs> <laughs> and then she had a duffel on top of that. But who knows? I mean, she could be like, you know, she could be, you know, going somewhere for a lot longer than I was. I was only there for a few days, but it's just so annoying that like now they, I don't feel like they should charge you so much for bags, but then they mm-hmm. complain about us to bring in our bags. Like they yeah. asked for 15 people to, to check their bags. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is a very flawed system. If you just let yeah. people have free bags now, or at least charge less, 
it'd be like five dollars, you know, or something like that. Then like mm-hmm. I think it's like fifteen or twenty for some some of these places for just one bag. Then yeah. people would start checking them more often, and then he wouldn't be all crammed to the gills uh, with mm-hmm. bags and having to people. Like, just and then you're asking them to check it for free anyway. I'm like, if you just did this from the beginning. Does it make more sense? Go <laughs> so faster. Dumb. But luckily, my bag's small enough that I can even put it in the seat in front of me if I had to. But I don't. I'm always like, move your giant hard move case, your suitcase. out of my way. <laughs> but I, I'm also going to bring a carry on for Sri Lanka, so that is a little bigger, but it's still smaller than most people's carry ons. Um, so, and I, and I will. I mean, mine will be. It's bigger than what I normally would bring because a, it's two weeks. B, I'm going to sweat a lot, so I have to bring like a certain amount of clothes. Yeah. <laughs> in general um and so i will be that jerk that's like here's my bag and put it up here but mm-hmm. um it's still gonna be smaller than people's hard ass case that's the thing the hard cases that you can't they, that they sometimes move. they don't they don't move they you can't angle them you can't smush them they don't fit which i know i obviously know why people have the hard cases duh but whenever i've had something like that i've checked it because you can it's not going to break if it's going to yeah. be checked, you know. Um, let, let my soft little backpack be up here <laughs> where I don't want it thrown around versus yeah. your hard case that, like, nothing's going to happen to. Wow. There could be a whole bunch of, like, travel commentary because you've had a fun time coming back and forth to mm-hmm. New York as well. So, yes. Always um, fun. I, oof, fun. Uh, should we talk about maybe the episode? Yeah. What did we okay. watch this week? We watched the season finale. How about them apples? How about them apples? And how Holbrook directed it? I am very impressed. Uh, Has he directed other stuff before? Or no? Um, Oh, sorry. No, no. no, If you don't know, it's okay. I was just wondering if I can kind of get a vibe for um, what his direction's like. Because uh, who, who directed the one that he was in before? I feel like someone of the cast did. Maybe not. Uh, it looks like this is the first one he directed. He directed three episodes after that and has never directed anything since. Okay. Um, Oh, JK, he directed Ted Bear. That was the first one, the last one that we watched. Oh. Yep. (laughs) I heard that. That was my drink. Did you slam it down? You're like, No, it it stuck to the coaster, so when I picked it up, the coaster fell down. That's my favorite phenomena, like, on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> when a coaster sticks to a glass, and it goes, punk, and I'm like, yes. Just so stupid, <laughs> and I love it. Um, so we watched the season finale. Uh, it has all these twos, which I love, because I, I love a good two. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> season two, episode 22. So that's three twos, my favorite amount. Um, first aired March 28, 1988. Uh, reservations for eight. A weekend in the mountains turns into a raging battle of the sexes for the women and their bows. And guess what, y'all? It's a sausage fest. Everyone's here. We've got Dash as... <laughs> Sorry. It's like I'm... Not expecting that. I wasn't either. I didn't know it was going to come out of my face. Uh, we've got Joe McRaney as Dash. We've got Hal Hall... Hal Hall... Hold on a second. You know, you know Hal, that guy. He's Reese. Uh, Doug Barr as Bill. And Richard Gilliland as J.D. We've got all the men's up in here. And all there the is men. Anthony as well, but he's not in the he's not in the cabin thing with them. Yeah, he's not that um, crazy. Like, good lord. He, he knows. He stays away. <laughs> no, he's not, Anthony is like the voice of reason for this damn yeah. show. And Bernice is the voice of unreason. But <laughs> so between the two of them, we have a good time. Um... 
So there you go, all excited. And let's can we um, swoon a little bit about all the couples, which is what I was doing with you before. That that Richard Gilliland, aka JD, and um, uh, Jean Smart, aka Charlene, are really are married in real life and have been for like a year or so ish by the well, not exactly a year by this point in time. And then and also we said 1984 for yeah for Dixie for how no 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 not Dixie. Oh yeah, Dixie. Yeah, Dixie. <laughs> when you said Dixie, I thought you said Delta. I was like, "What? No, oh. <laughs> no, no, no!" Oh, sleepy. I apologize. Um, and then, and then, then, and then, a year from now is when uh, Delta and Gerald get married, or so, mm-hmm. or something, or whatever yep. it is. Poor Doug and Annie. They're just like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> they clearly should have gotten married. Clearly. Um, <laughs> clearly. So, yeah, that's also just weird that you have, like, two, like, an actual married couple who are, like, making out with other people. Yeah. <laughs> Same. And they're still together. Everyone is still together or dead. I love it. It's so good. Yeah. It's so, or dead. Dixie. R.I.P. God, Aaron. Let's not. Too soon. Let's not, let's not just throw her in the grave. Jeez. Let's be a little bit respectful. But I'm saying, like, they were together until she died. And that's adorable. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, Leslie, what happened in this week's episode? Uh, so we started Sugar Bakers as yeah. the norm, and uh, everybody's going on a trip except for Anthony. He's just there to help because he's awesome. Yes. And um, Suzanne is upset because Anthony is going to put her Louis Vuitton luggage on top of the car because <laughs> between just Suzanne's luggage, which is like the size of everyone else's oh, luggage geez. put together. <clears throat> Talk about big bags. That's probably why I was thinking about it. Because yeah. I flew and then this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you fly with a lot of people who pack like Suzanne. Yeah. Um, and so she's upset because he's going to put this on top of the car. And he says, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was Louis Vuitton. In that case, I'll just get some young black porters to run alongside the car and carry them for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, love, I love his racism sasses. You know? yeah. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. And I got really excited uh, because Reese and JD are also there. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about all. The we never have bags. all the mints together, so this all is pretty mints. exciting. Yeah, sorry. And no, that's okay. And they're talking about all the little bags that Suzanne has, and they're like, "What are? Mm-hmm. What is all of this nonsense?" Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, "Those are my cosmetics." And Reese says, "My word, nobody's that ugly." <laughs> <laughs> oh God, he's got some good lines. That one. He has some great lines in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know he's doing the dude thing, like you know we're not going to stop at every gas station between here Ugh, and North Carolina for here. all you girls. Um, uh huh. North Carolina yeah. represent. Yeah, North Carolina, and this is obviously <laughs> you know like thirty years ago because the scenes that we get in this episode have not been seen in North Carolina in the last ten to fifteen years because it's <laughs> always ninety degrees now. So. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? When I was little, there was a really long time. Like, actually, it wouldn't have been like that there either. Well, I guess in the mountains it is. But yeah. um, when I was younger, it didn't snow for at least like six or something years. That's crazy. It was a long time because I actually didn't see snow until I was like, so I snowed when I was like a little baby. And I remember that I was so small and there was enough snow that they're like, <laughs> I very clearly remember my mom telling my brother to not like let me wander off because he might lose me because <laughs> there was so, so much snow when I was little she was like if she falls or something she's gone like don't lose her um and then and then we didn't see snow again until I was like nine because I remember oh, waking wow. up 
uh, and being like, oh my God, there's snow. And so I didn't see it for so, I had like these weird vague memories and seeing it on TV. So uh, during this point in time, we wouldn't have had snow either, except for yeah. maybe in the mountains, of course. So right. yeah. anyway, go ahead. I'm, that was uh, not necessary, but I lived it. <laughs> I lived through it. So you did, you, lived you know, you know these things. Um, yeah. so Mary Jo says, gee, you know, I thought this was going to be me. a fun trip, but like, this is taking kind of an ugly turn. Mm-hmm. And then Julia comes down and uh, Reese is complaining because he can't believe that women need all this luggage for just one skiing weekend. But we need to point out it's really just Suzanne. Like, yeah, it's all the everyone women. else is packed reasonably. Yeah. And Julia points that out. She's like, this is like literally almost all of Suzanne's stuff. She That's always so overpacks. funny. Yeah. And Suzanne, of course, I don't, I don't do that. And Julia says, yes, you do. Remember that time mm. we went to the Grand Canyon and then they had to destroy your burrow after? <laughs> <laughs> they had to kill the donkey because it was so tired from carrying all of Oh, poor donkey. Poor donkey. <laughs> they had to kill the donkey. And oh, Suzanne's man, put out uh, like, logic is that, well, she's, like, there's no man traveling with her. Like, Dash is meeting them there. Yeah. So she's entitled to take extra baggage because she's not taking another person <laughs> like all the other people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Reese is like, well, why don't I just give you like a dollar or something? Like, why do we have to do this? <laughs> and then Bill comes in and they're packing up and getting ready to go. And Suzanne's coat is big enough for like two people. Mm-hmm. There's like eight layers of fur. Mm-hmm. And um, Charlene's like, how are we going to ride? And Reese is <laughs> very close. <laughs> oh, man. And then we cut so to funny. the cabin. Mm-hmm. Apparently there's they're they're going away for a ski weekend and yeah. there's been an avalanche. Yeah. So they've had to close the ski lift for twenty four hours. And um Dash has been there for like a little like a few hours. So he's mm-hmm. like started the fire and made some buttered rum and gotten like everything all cozy for whatever. Buttered gets rum. There. Yeah. And um he asks about the car trip and Suzanne says, It was horrendous. We ate at a truck stop and the food wasn't that good. Of course. And Dash points out that he just, like, threw all his stuff in the in the first bedroom because he didn't know how everybody wanted to split up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, JD says, Dash, you haven't seen the car. There won't be room for any of your stuff in that room. <laughs> Oops. And he sa- Reese says, we look like that family in the Grapes of Wrath just going skiing for a weekend. <laughs> oh, because like they, they have had to, to pack like... up their whole lives and move because <laughs> yeah. of the dust bowl. I didn't, think of- I didn't think about that. That's so funny. And uh, Charlene points out, you know, there are four bedrooms. What are we going to do about sleeping? And yeah. Reese is fantastic at math and points out that there are also four couples. So common sense. I know. I thought, I mean, I just assumed that's what would happen. Like That was the whole point I mean, of this damn trip is to ski and fuck. Like, yeah, come on. Like, <laughs> I'm going with a group of my friends and my significant other. Like, yeah, come on. I love my, my girlfriends or whatever, but like. If I'm with my significant other, I don't want to sleep with you. I want no. to sleep with that person. Yeah. But Julia says, we agreed while we're on this trip. I mean, for comfort's sake alone, sake alone, like, at least some of them are used to being in a bed together, let alone, like, if I had to, like, yeah. suddenly share a bed with you, I'd be like, that's weird. I mean, I'll that's do it. Weird. But, I mean, yeah, it happened, but, like, if the other <laughs> like, option is, like, your romantical partner, and this is, like, yeah. a, a cozy weekend, and. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, they're like, the girls are going to stay with the girls and the boys are going to stay with the boys. Whatever. Yeah. It's 19, I mean, it's 1987. Yeah. This is the 80s. 
Um, and Reese was like, yeah, sure, right. Otherwise, my parents wouldn't let me come. <laughs> that is so cute. He's that. 195. I love it so much. He is so done with this whole situation. Mm-hmm. And also, maybe if the couple stayed in the same rooms, we wouldn't have this, like, entire That's, episode. Like, we wouldn't I, have the all rest, this arguing. The rest of the arguing, I'm like, if y'all were getting some, this would not this have happened. This would not be happening because no one would like, be wound so tight. They're wound so tight and so <laughs> uncomfortable. I'm like, you. this would be a good situation. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. And so, apparently, Mary Jo and Julia have planned it all out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've decided they're going to stay in one room, and Charlene and Suzanne can stay in the other. <sighs> Those two. And Charlene's a little bit upset. She's like, I haven't heard anything about this. Yeah. And Julia says that she can't sleep with Suzanne because she's too wild and kicks all the covers. Oh, my God, And yes. Reese is like, see, you should have picked me. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's so sassy this episode. Mm-hmm. And him. then Mary Jo says, Reese and JD can stay in a room. And JD says, what room is that? And Mary Jo says, I don't know, bedroom number three, whatever. They all seem the same. Yeah. And JD says, well, what if Reese and I want something uh, so funny. extra? Like a fireplace. And then they it's uh, they hold hands. hands. <laughs> and they say, that's right. JD and I want our time together to be special. Oh, geez. So funny. Oh, uh, they're so cute. I love that you and... sent me a picture before I'd even seen the episode of them holding hands. It's so good. <laughs> And Mary Jo says, you know, and the other room can be for Bill and Dash. And Suzanne says, you want them to sleep together? They don't even know each other. <laughs> and Dash says, well, I did meet him a few minutes ago, and he seems like a perfectly nice fella. I mean, yeah. And <laughs> Suzanne says, I don't think it's right for Mary Jo and Julia to go around assigning people rooms without asking them first. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo asks Suzanne who she wants to stay with. They're the parents, though. That's what we've decided. They're the parents of the group, so they have to decide. The mommies decide what's the happening. The moms, yes. The moms dictate. <sighs> yeah. And Suzanne says she doesn't want to stay with Dash. Um, and she jumps away from him, despite the fact that they look pretty cozy, like, 30 seconds yes. ago. He's got his arm around her in front of the yes. fireplace. Yes! I was, I had to nope. remind myself nope. that they're actually not <laughs> together as characters right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be like, y'all look pretty cozy. They do. And she, like, jumps away from him. And, um, but she points out that, you know, like, at least we've been married. Like, none of the other couples have. And, uh, well, there was that time when Reese and Julia were married very briefly and then hung over <sighs> married anymore. <laughs> yes. And they're like, you know, well, like, Dash was married to you. At least, like, he deserves to be able to sleep with you. <laughs> He put oh up with God. you all that time. I think that's so funny. And he can, like, represent the rest of us, like, a proxy for those of us who don't get to sleep with anybody. hmm And uh, Suzanne points out that she was kind of hoping, since she had the most stuff, that she could have a bedroom all <laughs> That was so <laughs> funny! <laughs> and JD's like, Too even much. better! Then me and Reese will just have to, like, suck it up and bunk with Julie and Mary Jo! Oh, yes. no! Oh, no! <laughs> Cheeky Dash boys. points out, yeah, that he doesn't mind bunking with Suzanne because he's like, you saw all of her stuff. Mm-hmm. And Julia's like, y'all sound like a bunch of little boys, you know. I thought you were mature adults who see each other on a regular basis, and I certainly don't see, like, anybody here looking deprived. Um, can we, and then Julia says, can we just have a nice weekend and retain some sense of decorum? Mm. And JD says, yeah, well, we could, but it's not going to be as much fun. <laughs> and Reese says, Who are we kidding? You know, we're all mature adults. It's not like we're apes trying to get into your rompers, you know. Yeah, I love when said romper. Yes. <laughs> we're four couples in a fidelitous relationship, and Dash is like three. We're three. <laughs> yes. 
And, you know, Reese well, said, oh, said three or four. Like, he said three or four. Like, he didn't want to, like, he, that was the thing that I love that that actually he was like, it's three. Don't even put us together. Don't, like, let's, don't let's even stick try. with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Reese doesn't get all the pretense. You know, he's like, we never said that we were free of thoughts. But, you know, you don't have to sound like you're the last virgins out of Pompeii either. <laughs> yep. a good line. Yeah, it's um, so good. And uh, so he's like, you know, no wonder they're being perfect. Like, talking about Charlene and Bill. Like, Bill doesn't mm-hmm. need a room for anything. They're having sex even when they're not having it. I love it. Because, like, this whole time everyone's, like, fighting and they're just sitting over there being cute. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, they're the only two people in the world. Yeah. And Reese well, they don't like, get you know, to see each other as much, too. That's probably part of it. Yeah, he's probably been, you know, like, deployed. Not Deploy. deployed, I think but, he's, like, working and has all he, around. Has he whatever. not been? He hasn't been deployed. Okay. I was like, he hasn't been around, though. I thought he was doing something. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, he's in the Air Force, so he's probably just, like, flying all over the place. He doesn't yeah. Know. Yeah, like me. And <laughs> I said, yeah, like me. Like you. <laughs> and Reese is talking about their hormones raging. Like, those hormones. don't know where they are right now. Yeah, so funny. And Charlene tries to make it all better. She's like, "No, it's fine. It's only gonna the ski list only be closed twenty four hours. We'll go to the grocery store. We'll make stew. We'll play cards. You know, tomorrow afternoon the ski list will be open. How bad can it be?" Yeah, thirty six hours later. Yeah, no. <laughs> Suzanne stuck. is annoyed. I just kept thinking The Shining. Like I'm like, this is yes. do not live like somewhere where you can get like trapped and it's horrible mm-hmm. and you're gonna kill each other. It's and not a good snow thing. Everywhere. No. And Suzanne is annoyed, and she's talking about the avalanche and the ski lift, and she says, if you ask me, they ought to send a big paddy wagon and arrest some of those park rangers for even letting this avalanche happen to begin with. Uh Uh-huh. Like, they could control it, because you can control that kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, Mary Jo is worried about there being another one, like, crushing the cabin. And Reese says, yeah, it worries me, too, because when the spring thaw comes, me and JD might be found in bed together. So funny. And um, JD's like, yeah, you know, if me and Bill are cooped up together for a few more days, we might have an announcement to make. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. And the girls are watching Oprah, and Oprah's 80s hair game is so strong. I was thinking that too. I took a screen cap of it. Oh, my God. Because I was like, I hope they show it. Because Oprah in the 80s was way different than Oprah now. Oprah in the 80s was kind of like a Ricky Lake show. You yes. know, it was way different from yes. what it was uh, towards the end, you know. Mm-hmm. And, like, case in point, this episode is, like, there they're all these women, like, talking about, you know, kind of, like, white woman feminism and, like, bashing men and all this stuff. And that's, yeah. the guys get to talking about how, like, they hate these type of shows because all they do is, like, bash men. And they bring up Phil Donahue. And Reese says, you know, they're sensitive. And then you cross the line over into wimpdom. And Julia says that she likes him because he's sharp like Ted Koppel. And Marie says, yeah, well, I think he's a woman. Mm-hmm. And this is where it all starts. Yep. Um, Unleash woman, the demons. Huh? Unleash the demons. Unleash the demons. <laughs> and then a woman on the show says that men are amateur human beings. And um, they're complaining about that. Excuse me. And then Mary Jo points out that they're just mad because, and they're trying to start stuff because they're upset about sleeping arrangements. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really cute right here. JD calls her Joe instead of Mary Joe. Oh, I, I had missed cute. that. Okay, that's yeah, because he says it like really quickly, and it's just Joe, and he he doesn't know like where she comes up with all the stuff. Like mm-hmm. they're not mad, 
And he says, you know, you women think that all men are some kind of ogres or something, that sex is all we ever think about. And Mary Jane's like, oh, well, yeah, what else do you think about then? And Jamie mm-hmm. says, cultural things, like the ballet. <laughs> and Mary just rolls her eyes like, get serious. And Reese is like, no, I think about the ballet too. Dash, what do you think about? And Dash is like, I think about the ballet. Aww. And Julia says that they're just arguing, making jokes because they're mad. And so they make yes. the wisecracks like to cover up their anger. And yes. Julie, Mary Jo says that she and Julia figured all of this out in bed last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and jd says well, look, you know they the were with you women they were uh yes. is that you overanalyze everything to death oh, and reese says you know nothing happened like there, you go to a party and nothing happens and then two hours later you get home and the women tell you how you hum- humiliated them and then <sighs> oprah at this point start, talks about how men don't listen and jd says listening is what men do best because we don't I... ever get a chance to talk oh that's i feel like that's really the when it was finally going to be a real fight. Yeah. <laughs> he said that. I was like, oh, no. And then mm-hmm. Phil comes out, and the guys are yeah. still fighting, and they kind of try yeah. to draw him in, and he tries to agree for a second. No. And then Harleen's like, no, I, I, you know, I really believe every compliment I've ever given you. And he's like, oh, you do. And she's like, yeah. And they kind of get it. <laughs> so cute. Phil and Charlene are out of this argument. <laughs> They're done. And then Dash starts talking about men and sensitivity, and Suzanne is upset because when did she ever get mad at Dash because he cried when they were married? Oh, and damn. Dash is, I'm not talking about us, Suzanne. When I was married to you, I cried all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And Suzanne says the only reason that she invited Dash in the first place is because both of the men that yeah. she's currently dating coincidentally fell and broke their hips. But isn't that a little too neat? Yeah. <laughs> she invited him. Like, what? Yeah. What did she think was supposed to happen? Hmm. And Mary Jo starts hollering. And just like she's had some alcohol, even though she hasn't. And she says, <laughs> oh, either wimps or jackasses. Where is she? What is she... No, she does this part. Okay, I wasn't sure when she does her little miming and stuff, and I'm like, oh my yeah, god, this, girl. this is where it starts. And yeah. then, like, they quote some dude, and then Mary Jo quotes someone, and they're like, who's that? And she's like, it's the dude you just quoted. And then JD's like, no, it's Virginia Woolf. Like, uh, <laughs> yep. And Reese says that he's tired of hearing that men are little boys who need training. Like, all mm-hmm. you women are manipulative. You're strong, and I love you. And one day you can put your hand there, and it's just a tactic to gain control. Oh, my God. And Jay's like, women have been lying to us for so long that, like, by the time we're grown. Or, and then Dash comes in, and he's like, yeah, we're so mixed up. By the time we're grown, we can't tell a real compliment from a tactical maneuver. <laughs> And then this is when they try to pull Bill in and it doesn't yeah. work. And then no. Suzanne says, I don't get it. All this hoopla about sex. Like, books are written about it. Men and women break up over it. I mean, we're talking about, what, six or seven seconds here? She killed me with that. Mm-mm. That was amazing. Yeah. It's okay, but it's not as good as, like, having someone put a crown on your head or shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. She's got she's her priorities right. Come on. Priorities. And yeah. Dash is very embarrassed. And he's like, well. Thank you for sharing that with everybody, Susan. I know, former Poor husband. Dash. Oops. Oops. And JD's like, it's okay, Dash. We know. You paid your dues. Yeah. And uh, this is the part where Mary Jo really gets into it and starts yes. talking about Freud and how she hates yeah. what he says about women just wanting oh, what men have. Like, isn't that the most absurd thing you've ever heard? It's like, it's because he was a dude and dudes are obsessed with their dicks and like yep. everyone else thinks that every they all think we should all be obsessed with it. 
guess not right Mary now. Mary Jo didn't say that. I did, but she may as well. <laughs> and then she does her little acting thing, and she's like, like we're going to yeah. walk up to some guy and say, yeah, boy, I sure would like being one of those. If I just had me one of those, I'd be in business. I can't believe. And I still <laughs> like, mortified. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit Mary Jo sometimes, apparently. I didn't know that, but yep. Yep. <laughs> when oh, she gets geez. fired up. Yeah. And uh, Mary Jo is like, I also, I don't get this bond that, that you guys have formed. Like, it's the guys <laughs> against the girls. You, you threw you, them together in beds. Like, <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Yep. <laughs> Sorry, and Charlene's trying to, like, pull them out to dinner and, like, kind of break this up. Yeah. But they keep arguing. They also probably need food, too. They're probably cranky. They're probably <laughs> cranky and hungry, yeah. Yeah. And uh, JD's like, there's a war going on and you women started it. And Julia says, we don't start things, but we sure get the blame for everything. Oh, damn. And she says how much, you know, she loves this one, like, pointing at Reese. But in his yes! case, it has been the men who have done the raping oh, and the robbing and the killing and the warmongering Was it oh. 2,000 years. Do what? Oh, no, no, keep going. Uh, the men who have done the pillaging and the beheading and the subjugation of whole races into slavery. It has been the men who have done the lawmaking and money-making and most of the mischief, mischief-making so if the world isn't quite what you had in mind, you only have yourselves to thank. I um, love how, I think it was right before that bit, that she, like, is going to sit down on the couch and just gets right back up. That is my right favorite moment. Because you like, well, like, she was no. going to, and then she's like, and another thing. Like, and another it's thing. so good. Like, I found no. a clip of that on YouTube. I'll put it Did in the you? notes, too. I posted oh, it on please. Yeah. So good. Um, and Reese says, oh yeah, that's what you think about men. Let me tell you something about women. Uh-oh. They're always late. <laughs> I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and yep. Dash is like, I think maybe we can elaborate on that a little bit. <laughs> and uh... like, nope, no need to. If women are as intuitive as they say, they know more than us than what ails their sex. And if I pointed out, oh I, it would just be considered ungallant. And oh Julia says, well, that hasn't stopped you so far. <laughs> And Reese at this point says, I think it was Sophocles who said women are dumb enough to, women are not dumb enough to listen to reason. Yeah. And Charlene's like, we're going to lose our reservation. We need to Yeah, it's trying to keep it. Yeah, no. <laughs> and then Reese just keeps going about the high-pitched female whine and, like, there's a war between men and women and it's been going on since Adam and Eve. Yeah, I really like the comment. Have you already missed it? I don't remember the one that says like maybe. Oh, maybe you're about to say it. The bit that's like (laughs) that they had to keep our rights from us or something like that. Do you remember that comment? Mm-mm. Oh, maybe not. Oh shit. Okay, fine. I don't remember if it was Dash or Reese that says it. That's like uh, said some politician back in the day. Uh, what they're quoting like said it best because uh, women. Oh, damn it, I'd have to look it up. Like women have. Uh, they had to actually keep voting rights from them because they're so like they have too much something. Ah, damn it. Yeah, I think it was that part where they quoted him, and then Mary Jo said something back. Yeah, but then she said it was also him, and they were like, "No, no, Virginia." Oh, but right, that's what it was. Okay, 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 yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, got it, got it, got it. Continue. And so Dash says, "Poor Adam, you know, probably no man has ever got so much out of one woman surgical operation." Oh. Uh, uh. Yeah. And Mary Jo is like, that's such a chauvinist remark. And then she like pulls up her pants like she's getting ready to to like say something important. And she's like, you know, you all say that you do all this stuff for us, but you really just do it to impress each other. I'm like, no, we don't. We do it to impress you. And Reese says, 
uh, after the argument's over, he raises his glass and he's like, to women, wild and wonderful, may they be the last thing civilized by men. Oh, no. And the women are still hollering at them. Yeah. And Julia's like, your ego has gotten so big, we're going to have to rent a flatbed truck to get you home. (laughs) And again, like, Bill and Charlene are the only two not screaming at each other, still happy. And so, cut to dinner, and Bill, like, after dinner, Bill and Charlene have picked the song on the jukebox, which I looked up, is You're So Good When You're Bad by Charlie Pride. Okay. And um, they're dancing like they're the only two people in the world. And everybody else is just kind of staring at them a little miserably. Yeah. And JD finally stands up and not mm-hmm. looking at her, like offers Mary Jo his hand to dance and she begrudgingly takes him up on it. Yeah. And they start dancing with each other who don't look too happy about it. And then Dash gets up and Suzanne has the cutest grin on her face. Oh, And so gets up cute. to follow him and they're oh, hand it's in cute. hand. Oh my God. That's really newlyweds. Cute. I can't handle it. So cute. And that leaves Reese and Julie at the table by themselves. And, um, Dash and Suzanne look happy, or dancing together, and, like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the ice is beginning to thaw between Mary Jo and J.D., mm-hmm. and Reese finally gets up and, uh, dramatically, like, stands behind Julia's chair, and she raises her chin quite haughtily, but gets up yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. And then he moves his chair out of the way so that she mm-hmm. doesn't have like to walk any chairs. Yes. And they go to the dance floor, and he, she's, like, not looking at him, and then he, like, grabs her waist and pulls her to him which is very cute and she's yeah. like dancing with him but still her head is like cocked to the side and she's like resisting yeah and then eventually he pulls one of her arms around him and then she puts her other arm around him and they smile and touch foreheads and it's really cute yes and mary joe and jd are kissing by this point he's like picking her up because he's really tall and she's really tiny yes i think that's cute. so cute yes and Suzanne and Dash are dancing with their arms around each other, and he does a little dip, and it's real cute. And then, of course, you know, Bill and Charlene have just always been dancing like no one else is in the room. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> it's and, just their uh, world. Yep. And then we go out on all the couples, like, silently making up on the dance floor at the end of the episode. Yeah. And it's cute. That was nice. I do, I, I will point out, I also really liked it. Julia said, I mean, I love this one, but, because it's true, yeah. like, you know, point three percent Yeah, you have to kind of admit that, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's our episode. That's- oh, geez, that's it. Yeah, okay. that's it. Uh, did you have a favorite um, outfit? I did. I sent you a screen cap of so it. So good. I do believe when we were texting earlier. It is uh, Charlene's first outfit, which was going to be like her skiing outfit. <clears throat> and she has on this, uh, <laughs> so this sweater, which I guess today, like when people, like when the hipsters and stuff buy stuff, they call it like the, <laughs> the hipsters. Print. Oh, yeah. Like okay. blue with kind of like, like markings on it that are reminiscent yeah. of like Native American markings. And I'm trying to find the picture of it. And then she has like a white turtleneck underneath it. And there's hints of like um like a dark, deep lavender, maybe mm-hmm. even like a little darker than a lavender in the sweater. But her uh scarf is fuchsia. Wow. And she got on blue jeans. So much and going then on. She has on this headband. Yeah, the headband is my favorite the part. Headband. It's yeah. like yellow and like kind of the fuchsia color of her scarf and like dark green and just like thick. And it's not 
in her hair. It's on her forehead slash pushing her bangs back. It's amazing. <sighs> it's so it good. It's so 80s. It's so 80s. It's fantastic. What was oh, your um, I, uh, liked Dash's, <laughs> it's such like a author outfit that he has, <laughs> um, a, uh, oh shoot, I have a picture I can pull it up, that he has a, I think, black turtleneck, I'll pull it up, mm-hmm. why did I not do that in the first place, yeah, black turtleneck, um, underneath a plaid shirt, both tucked into his jeans <laughs> and the belt, <laughs> tucked in, tucked in tuck him in, all the time, tuck it in, put it back uh, yeah, <laughs> 80s but i didn't love and he's like walking around with his like you know glass of usually he just has a glass of something every time that we yeah. see him mm-hmm. but i love the turtleneck he's and the the plaid flannel it just really looks like yeah i'm an author yep. what's up yep. <laughs> it's so good i was um, talking to my friend michael today i was talking to telling him about this episode and mm-hmm. um he was talking about how gerald mccraney is like his style icon <laughs> Oh my, what? Um, and I'm trying to figure out, I can't what? remember what the thing is that he watched it's with really him cute. in it. Uh, I should have looked it up before pro- Is it the mustache that he loves? <laughs> no, I think, because Michael wears, like, he's, he's very, like, he's got a, like, I don't want to say, he doesn't have a small frame, but, like, he's not, he's, oh, like, a thin dude. Oh, and he yeah. wears, like, a lot of, like, plaid shirts with, like, nice tailored jeans and, yeah. like, cool boots and stuff. Yeah, I was watching. I feel like it was something in the eighties. Wow, Jerry McCraney's done a lot of things. Yes, it he wasn't has. Major Dad, because I was talking about you Major know Dad. about we we call him Quantum Leap and Major Dad. Simon That's what we got. Simon. Oh my God! Know about Major Dad, he was watching wow. Simon. Simon. He's like, wait, he's like a cop. Like, <laughs> That's huh? hilarious. Isn't he like a cop? Yeah. In that? Isn't Simon Simon like a detective? I think, Er... yeah, two brothers of disparate taste and manners run a private detective agency. Oh, funny. So, like, when he, like, in the 90s, he's like, yes, yes. I'm like, that's amazing. That's really cute. I like it. I like it a lot. That's good. Um, (laughs) I guess that's our show. That's it. We did it. it. We we did it. Now I can go to sleep. We did it. Now I can go to sleep. I could go to sleep, and I'm gonna eat yeah. and go to sleep. It's gonna be beautiful. Jeez, we are eight years yet. old. Oh, really? Ours is almost, but it's been like nope. overcast all day. The, the northern like area an has hour. been. Oh man, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, you can watch some Jeopardy, and then I can watch some Jeopardy. <laughs> I made it to Jeopardy tonight. <laughs> yes, good job. You got it. Well, uh, Leslie, where can people find us? everywhere i almost Facebook. forgot that we're recording right now <laughs> i was kind of just talking <laughs> to you i was like i was like bye i love you <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous i'm sorry leslie continue where That's people okay. find us facebook twitter instagram tumblr youtube pinterest itunes we are the girls who came to sugar bakers on itunes and our official podbean site but sugar baker girls on everything else look us up we post ridiculous things we do fun. Yeah. If you do like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes. So maybe one day we can be on that new and noteworthy. When we're in the oh, one day. <laughs> in the last <laughs> season, we will have made it. We'll All right. The next, next episode will be the beginning of season three. Yeah, we'll see Woo-hoo. you next season. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Just need to know. Friendship won't end. Rabbi
beside me was like, this bitch and her sandwich needs to calm the hell down. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, I was just like, can I, can I just have a sandwich? And then she handed it to me, and I, I was like a little prairie dog or something, just, like, poking my head up, like, sandwich? Like, and then, like, yes. 